0: Good morning and welcome everybody. This is Tavo and from Tavo Creative Leadership Ministries and we're going to be really starting more of a presence with a Sunday service, Lord willing, in the next couple of weeks. We're trying to go to a different system of video and make it more, you know, professional. We're trying to make it, no matter what happens or what doesn't happen, who shows up or doesn't along the way in the years, I really don't want, this is not celebrity. We have not gotten, you know, we've been on the other side embedded for all my life in the grassroots, down-to-earth, servant leadership, approachable relationship realm. So that's the goal. We just want to keep it like that. We want to help churches defrag a lot of the expectation because of media and, you know, in this generation. Nothing wrong with media. We need it. But it's the expectation, the pressure, the pomp and circumstance, the false teaching that's in there now in certain places, our own impressions. You know, maybe I've gotten it wrong, maybe you've gotten it wrong, but we just wanna start again and really start thinking from the grassroots level up and really think grassroots is the future. This is the nation, black and brown and white, different countries, old and young, very young. People have never been this way before. None of us, whether you're in a mega ministry, a mega church, have a fellowship in your house, don't even go anywhere, that is fine. You need to hear God for yourself. So we have been out in the grassroots, in the rank and file for so long that we can understand certain kinds of preachers, doctrines, and then if you're in a rural area, which I learned the hard way about this Phariseeism back, you know, in the first part of this journey, when the Before the new moves happen is they just started on the land from TV affected. Then they, you know, 30 years, 25 years, they went to mega. And now it's expected to have mega. And, you know, mega is, there are Solomons to get everybody's attention. You know, there are Solomons that are clean and fine and healthy, not cults, not mega cults. They're just down to earth. They just happen to be having God's favor and Holy Spirit call on it. I mean, really, it's it's great. The other, it's really what happens with the fallout of relationships and no fear of the Lord. That's what's going on in the country. That's why I mention it. So we need to have it just no big eyes, little use. and we're going to talk about it, but we're going to use in the next few weeks, the season to talk about the art of whelp. The art of whelp. All right, I'm writing a book and eventually, but I'm going to be teaching on it and we're going to teach on the good, you know, whelp. Which is Western European Levitical patriarchism and its helpers, the subservient Levitical matriarchism, which can, I'll be honest, the most mean <laughs> sometimes. And, you know, if they have that on them, that spirit. So we don't want to, you know, talk against people or subgroups by name, but we want to mention LP doctrine because within the wonderful gifts of the Holy Spirit, the praise and worship and the fragrance of god the wonderful moving of the holy spirit there is lawlessness it's gotten to be some lawlessness and arrogance and false doctrine because you can tell because of the witch watching and the we're trying to really help people now that god really is move we're for all people but we got to protect the innocents that have never been there that never been to church we don't want them to fall into accusation unjustly or bias so some of our pinpoints we always say is the scowl of false doctrine if they're scowling when they talk about somebody or something you can say that's a red flag i better watch out there might be some false doctrine because a scowl is like the pharisees they scowled at jesus jesus was a trigger the new day the new era the new paradigm shift of the whole first church triggered the bristling of the religious spirit demonic control over the you know pharisee house god's really supposed to be god's house the pharisee house any ministry is god's house not theirs not mine but we want it to be a safe place so our group my ministry has been to the holy spirit understanding you know the gentle ease and joy of the holy spirit my father was a pastor wasn't a bapt, he was a baptist and you know but it should be all kinds of people from all beliefs about Holy Spirit should feel at ease at least you know not feel they have to be doing it or not doing it, not to have an occult spirit or accusation, a ministry that's gotten so off and so wrong now that they're just bristling and waiting by the waters of the Holy Spirit, waiting with their false teaching and their scowl of false doctrine, matriarchs and patriarchs guarding. The Forge, <laughs> listen, it it's so hard. It's gotten difficult to visit the wells, of some of these wells around the nation. This is just not one group, this is on style. When you find out you have a pure heart, you might have been through, you know, you might look tired. You might look like you've been through H, because you have, because you, you've been outside serving the Lord, paying the price, day in, day out with no break. You come in there wanting to get in with the Holy Spirit, get a little joy, a little rest, and word from the Lord. And instead, it's like, Isaiah five 20, they're calling good evil and evil good, some of these groups, not all. So therefore, you have to pick, you know, you have to assess. We're not accusing, we're not judging, only the fruit of what remains. You know, strengthen the fruit that remains is our advice. So the big and small, nobody's got it all nobody who's brand new in ministry should feel you know evil or less than put down nobody who's in mega has been around 30 years on the grassroots giving their life out should never feel put down or threatened this is supposed to be a rough draft god has told me you know told me every and this is god's grace it's only god's grace that we know this you know it's been rough but it's been you know joy in the lord so we know, Lord put my heart lately was every move up to now, including this one, is a rough draft for the next move. So my, we pick what would help us all behoove us is to say, well, what went well in the last moves starting in the 80s, maybe 70s and 80s and up, when TV started and got big. What went well, what's going well, keep that, well included. All right, what has not gone well, pick out the hay, throw out the stubble. Be the doctrinal, no, doctrinal noble warrior that Paul would be proud of. That is the the advice right now for ministers. All right, it's your protection and the people who go to the ministers, your protection. Everybody should be, you know, there's no one size all fits ministry or club. You don't wanna to go to a club unless you're the clubby type. <laughs> there are clubby types, it seems a of <laughs> But if you're really sent by the Lord, you want to be like New Testament First Church, you won't have that stigma, legalism or pride, stuck up pride based on false doctrine, you know, that type of thing, clubbishness. So we're here eventually to get around to just discussing it. We have our ministry here. If you want to chat doctrine, or you know, we are a Galatians 1, 1 and 2 because of this. I have been through which you okay, formal ministry, affiliated ministry, I've always had senior people, senior ministers speaking to my life. But because of false teaching and I had pastor parents, I go to them. I was going to them. So and there are a lot of people that are not in the formal presentation, misrepresentation or representation of what is now required. You don't have to do it like that. You do it the Lord's way. If he says like that, you do it. If he says, you don't. What we're here represent, I represent the non-biased move, trying not to be under the law, trying not to pick apart anybody, trying to keep everybody as friends, but because of the religious spirit that comes after us, many of us, the friendly fire, the false prophet, the you know the false doctrine, scowling and rumoring, but never calling you up to find out if it's true. The negative immaturity is now, I believe, why, maybe one reason why the church is in decline all across America. The hypocrite and the Pharisees, if I meet because I'm on the front line, sent there, happy there, happiest there, with real down-to-earth people, black and white, gay and heterosexual, former Christians, Christians who don't go to church, not even Christians, any kind of belief. I enjoy it. I really like it because I love to see what people have in their heart. And I like it if they're on fire, not bigoted, but on fire for their cause. So somebody can tell me their beliefs and they could be totally against mine. But because my revelation is that love of Jesus Christ and representing Christ in ministry or in real life, layperson begins with real respect. It doesn't have to have a title. It doesn't have to say Jesus loves you or, you know, tell them about the Bible. It starts with you and me. Are you inside truly respectful of that person? If they're diverse, if they look like your mama who is so mean, if they look like they're too young or too old or they're doing all these different things and represent a movement that you know is not, you know, that doesn't matter. If you're going to really show respect, you will have to respect them for the office of the human made in God's image that they are valid, equal to you, to have their own opinion. That didn't mean you have to agree or condone it, or you, you know, that they should have that opinion, but hey, they have the right to do that with you. What about your opinion? So this is a mutual respect which would help society. It is not clubby. It is not Joining in and saying we're all under so-and-so famous group or not. It is not having legalism. Oh, they're divorced. They're unclean. You know, when I've studied the universe of Phariseeism and been in ministry all my life, and then TV came, it started from like Billy Graham, Jesus People, which is fine. good quality servant leader, black and white, I was sent around to study the moves at age 24. That's what God has done. He said, study all the kinds of Christians that believe the Bible, black and white, and then one day in the last days, I'll help you build bridges of community. And hopefully, I didn't know it would be about addressing Pharisees or accusation. That was not in my vocabulary, or even thought of a Christian until, you know, what what happened. Phariseeism came. So we want to say, yes, we want to have basic core knowledge now in the TV affected last move. Some of these Christians I guess they never grew up with respect. maybe they were demeaned a lot of these people now they get a title and they have never some of these people they have they're under the curse of what went on in their life. they haven't repented. But then they tend, the lower esteem causes them to need to be, you know, look like the big title. And I think a lot of that enmity and the accusation, fault finding, sin spying, never confronting respectfully, lack of respect, but also is a lack of understanding of how to do Jesus Christ ministry, basics, relationship, respect, love of the Father. Not the condemnation, sin-spying, evil eye, suspicious from far away, of the devil himself. The accuser in Genesis 3 is the accuser. He's the devil, you know, twisting and the snake hiding pride. The father confronted Adam. When Adam sinned, he could have blamed, Father God in Genesis 3, could have blamed Adam like a, mean daddy and could have said, Adam, why did you do that? That'd be Pharisees. Adam, what do you do, the, You know, I had everything planned and you, you know, all that. So because we can look at character fruit of relationship respect, this is why we're talking about Wealth. Western European Levitical Patriarchism and Matriarchism, the art of wealth in the Holy Spirit fountains. And anywhere else, and you can check my relationship respect by assessing me by my fruit of james 3 17. on and off the camera trying to be just like the same abiding james 3 17 is why we're assessing them in a relationship in ministry with their family over time in a community are they modeling i'm i and anyone that you want to hang around with and fellowship under or next to or by is going to have to really in the last days i would submit role model, hero role model, the wisdom that comes from above, not Beelzebub, the accuser. The accuser in the garden, fellas, I hate to say it, it comes in the gender of a male authority. So be careful, father, patriarch, parent, pastor, prophet. When Adam chooses willfully, he wouldn't deceived. He could have said no to Eve. Oh, nope. We're not going to eat that fruit. God told me not to. But when Adam willfully participated and chose to eat that fruit, rebellion began. So instead of Adam role modeling the patience of the fruit of the spirit, he immediately became an accuser and tried to argue and hide and duck and avoid being accountable to God. Because God shows up. He knew what had happened. And a good father said, Adam, where are you? He didn't say, Adam, where are you? That's the Pharisee, the mean dad, resembling the accuser. My Bible never sees the father resembling the accuser, only people. And Jesus never resembled the accuser, if you you dare, legalist people, if you dare read how Jesus acted and reacted when he was alive in ministry on earth with his mother Mary, with fallen people, fallen women, fallen men, Pharisees, Roman government officials, little children, every relationship in the Gospels, the good news of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just by reading that, you can say, am I in a safe place in the ministry I attend, that I want to be, am I role modeling the office prophet, or I'm back under the accuser law? The accuser law is really critical vitical in the church, you know, the New Testament sense in these modern days Christianity. The law for The Jews is fine, but when you're a Christian, a saved Christian, you got to get out from under the law because Jesus has fulfilled the law, He's giving you the Holy Spirit that will help you according to Revelation 11, excuse me, 12 7 through 11. Overcome the accuser by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and love not your life or to death. Going back to Genesis 3, the character of the Father, not the religious person, but the Father. The creator, free spirit, he'd been designing, and this is how I think of the father, before he rose up in the garden in type A, assertive form, and let there be light, that's assertive, but before that, hey, he was like an artist, designing, thinking, pondering, like a um, architect designing, like I am, you know, I relate to the both A and B, sometimes you need to be back thinking and pondering and getting the message from the Lord, or your designs, but then you get up and it's time to give them and you just rise up. So there are all kinds of personality traits in the Father as well as in the ability for many people in the New Testament to look different, to have different personalities and different styles. I mean, you got, we need to really affirm that, especially in this day and age. Affirm them if they're white. Affirm if they're black. Affirm if their hairs are one way. Let them show off. The glory of God and God made them in their culture and their race. I think it's important. I love it. I really do. So we go back to the garden and we have Adam who willfully, intentionally, and you know, he just said, I'm gonna eat that fruit. Even though, if you read it, Genesis 1 and 2, God had told Adam privately prior to Eve being formed that in his deep from his DNA not to eat that fruit. So Adam was chain of command not Hitler over his wife, you you know, piece of chattel like it was on. So when God comes, he goes chain of command to respect his firstborn son, Adam, and he says simply, Adam, where are you? He doesn't come screaming, yelling invectives, threatening, demeaning, and disrespecting. No, God never disrespects. People do that. His people do that. So now we're trying to give a new framework of theology out of this but you know making Jesus Christ look well represented and you know how to teach it in authority so Jesus Christ resembled his father but let's look at his father so when Adam willfully sinned he said where are you Adam he didn't say where are you Eve he didn't say where are you where have you where are you he said it, where are you Adam where are you that because I like I'm a parent you know been a parent That is a good parenting skill. He gives Adam an open time to say, well, Eve sinned. She was deceived, but I willfully participated. Lord, we both rebelled. Would you forgive us? Would you please? We'll repent. If Adam, if God had said, here, Adam, gave him some space, Adam, where are you? Let Adam fill in the blanks. What's Adam going to do? It's his choice. All right. Well, Adam missed it. Adam said he went and resembled the accuser, not his father, the creative father. He went and tried to duck in a void and get out of it, manipulation, which is sort of conning God witchcraft, human witchcraft. And he rebelled. He went, he thought on his feet real fast and he said, It's that woman you gave me, Eve. Man, give this on a Mother's Day message. Hey, ladies, you're not that. Demon, they want you know, some of these legalists down through the years, the old patriarchs of the Salem witch trials, you know, all that stuff. So, we have to be, you know, really start all over. There's too much old timey Christian country, passed down, fear based, or really prejudiced Levitical patriarchism. A lot of ministry that is Holy Spirit filled, and it's around our country because the Lord has sent me around the country, and I study the Holy Spirit small groups and small groups and black groups and vietnamese groups as the lord led me when mega churches dallas for 15 years so i haven't exactly sat around and not a novice so if i saw something three times that was the rule of the lord he says if you see something that hurts me my name or any people you are to train on it because you're seeing only a bit of what i see a lot of And I see a lot of this. It must be even more mega more, you know, but we love we care for Jesus. We care for people. We care for people who are wounded that need to get away and they all they want to do is show up, but they don't look like they look like they're misfit because they have fake, you know, false teaching and and embedded bias and misogyny. And they say, you know, She's out to undermine us. He's out to undermine us. When really the person was exhausted, been through hell, couldn't get child support, had no money for their three children, they were single. You have no clue. So, my advice I'm giving this advice stop the stereotyping, stop the prejudice, stop the typecasting. Your old convenient Levitical law typecasting. Pass down from the old mentor who is up from the hills in the country. Never liked women to begin with. Was scared because his mama had said, "Watch out for those ladies, those painted women." You know, it goes back deep. We're not in that day. We're not in the day. This is not the culture that should come out and represent Christ. No more. That is a white culture. is huge. (laughs) Excuse me. It had its had its day, but. Excuse me, it's clogging the wells of the Holy Spirit, making it really us against them, and pretty cantankerous. Who wants to go? Or you're gonna, your back's gonna get bit because you don't. You look like they're tight, but they won't speak. Who wants to go? And you know their church on all that stuff that is the old timey '80s, mostly. Pitfall, go for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But then they think they own you that type of stuff slave master so we're teaching on that and i want to get to laban today the father of <laughs> mega master spirit behind before even levitical Patriarch came on the scenes so go back to the father the father you know i deal with a lot of men a lot of white men especially i've dealt with black men but they don't have these issues as a lot of white really a lot of white men have a lot of issues sometimes, not all, because I deal with healthy ones, but it, the ones that have issues with control or they haven't had great dads. Now, nobody can help you you've had a great dad. I happen to have had a great dad. <laughs> he wasn't a whelp either. My mother wasn't a whelp. But I have empathy now. I can understand because I've dealt with a lot of men, really have, real, real men, that that are great, but they have something because of what happened, a confusion, abuse that happened before I met them, and now they have this you know dysfunction or trigger you know trigger of rage or anger and that's not your fault to come with abuse or violence in your past but it will come out in your ministry if you have not gotten healed so my advice is just get healed get counsel get therapy get medicine so it doesn't come to this generation or your house so that's another story but when I look at the picture of the father in the garden, this is the saddest thing. A lot of people have had no dad that was a good dad, males or females, but a lot of men are crippled because they just don't understand how to portray who a leader father is or a natural dad. And this is a topic that I you know, I could go on, but I can't. So we want to work on examining how we're thinking of the father, the creator father, In his relationship to Adam, his firstborn, even when Adam sinned, then compare how Adam acted without God's help. Without God's help, he immediately tried to cover his own, you know what, rear end. And he tried to avoid God, being confronted by God. And he said, he felt uncomfortable, he said, I gotta, you know, think for me. The old self comes up to human, you know, just the way things happen. And so he's covering for himself. He wanted to avoid, you know, he'd done anything wrong. He didn't want to get caught. So he says, well, you know, it was that woman, the blame shifter, the adept, avoidant blame shifter, rose out of the carnal mass inside his darkened heart. <laughs> and he said, I'm just a victim, Lord. I'm just a victim. That woman you gave me, that woman. And see, ever since then, it is my opinion that somewhere back 200, 500 Wherever they teach and misogyny was in ministry, Levitical patriarchy, you know, wherever it was that they taught Adam and Eve back then. Somebody said, you know, Eve is the one. They skipped that Adam willfully participated. They skipped that God held him accountable first before Eve. And so they are like, it's that woman. It's that woman. She did it. Remember, Paul says, don't let the women speak. I'll teach that correctly also. Don't you know that all of my mama and and my pastor and my mentor said that, well, it's the woman's fault. It's always the woman. That is a revelation of Levitical Patriarchism right there. That is how exactly how it works. And you go to church around it and you're stuck in a bunch of nest of thieves. Not, well not, some might be, really they're not. They're stuck around. That's all you got in your whole region and you're a female, and, or you're a black It's It's a misogynist, but also a cultural training bias. My Bible teaches me that it says in the Bible, in the New Testament, that the good news, the good news was first given to untrained and ignorant men who were clueless. So we know that back then the men, they were all men, the Bible, the good news, Jesus is coming, all the good news about healing and salvation, all the good news was given to men. All right, So they say the good news was given to untrained men, like now, like sometimes now. Now it's given to both men and women, but we're letting everybody hear for themselves out of it. The only issue with that, nothing wrong with being ignorant and clueless, it's just God didn't intend for them to stay that way. see they could have made mistakes but they got over it they repented that's that's all that matters don't be perfect but you can improve on false teaching that hurts people and misogyny is a big deal it is a huge deal in the whelp it is a giant deal like i never thought to move to Dallas (laughs) because my daddy wouldn't like it and all the men that i'd known up to then the only whelp were in a certain kind of prophetic mood, charismatic And that came out of Florida, the Panhandle, I believe, the witch-watching kind. And then I ran into a few of my travels that came out of Missouri, but they were not as wicked or whatever. Take anyone down. You don't know. But I mean, I've been around. Then I went to Florida North Carolina and so forth. And then I really got to be more of an expert because it kept finding me. That's the only reason I know this is because it's an occult spirit. It is... It is off, it's not prophecy, or if it were prophecy, it would resemble Christ, the prophet of the New Testament. Alright, so you have to know your scriptures about prophecy and the word of God. You have to know basic theology to teach these types of things, or you're going to get the wealth spirit, the false character assassinating wealth spirit, controlling fascism of the Christian branch of ministry. Usually not black. Now, African-American G-Boy has been really, really kind to me and respectful. But I didn't, I wasn't sent to your moves except to enjoy it. So certainly there can be people with any group that have abhoritions, racism and stuff. But that's not my topic. WELP is a WELP Deliverance Ministry. All right. So we want everyone to love Jesus, be able to go to church safely, get the Holy Spirit, be able to move in the gifts, whatever he wants to do, because nobody, I don't own the Holy Spirit, Wells. I don't think anybody should, any race or any gender. I don't think anyone should own any part of Jesus Christ's ministry. It should be like Ephesians 4 community. Everybody gets a little part. We all put it together. We've got a whole amazing Body of Christ, that's all it should be. That is basic Bible, all right? So when we look at that, we think, well, you know, what's missing in whelp theology? A lot of theology is not about community at all. So I have to look at the relationship, the art of whelp, abiding relationship theology. What do they do? What can I find out about whelp, Western, you know, leadership? That may be pure in heart, trained people for decades. But when I go in there, there are people under them, maybe, or them, or their group. The fruit is sin spying, scanning, or whatever, false doctrine, scowling, false doctrine, not relating, not wanting to relate, pet persons, and so forth. And that is a big deal right now. This is supposed to be God's move, not their move, and that's why I'm officially saying it. So Welp in a, in a, is really a, it's a false teaching that has gotten in with good teaching, some good teaching, and it is relationship fruit that affects the community, and it's usually not devised, it has big eyes, little U's within it, it might have hierarchy and caste systems, type castings, and things that are anti-Christ. Roman patricianism, bowing and scraping, is not in the Bible. It's not Jesus. That's Romans. Who are Romans? They owned everybody. <laughs> they were the slave masters. Look at Roman patricianism. The aristocracy. Wait on me. That is wrong. It's wrong. Due to the long time I've been on this trail, I've met many people who are not like that. But listen, I'm my call is Holy Spirit. When I get on... You know, I have not been able to function through all the warfare and weariness because I couldn't find relationships that wouldn't want to own me, possess me, or (coughs) stand me up because of bias. (coughs) Because sent to the Holy Spirit crowd, mega ministry too often. Does it bother me? No, not really. I'm being candid because you're doing it to many. That's why. It isn't just one. This is blocking like... Isaiah 1 through 10 block, God wants you to not block his move. It's his move. Read 1 through 10, everybody. Do I forgive them? I have no fear of that. I forgave them. It's just the Spirit keeps on coming, and you have to address. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, the Bible says to confront the lampstand leader, the founder of the movement or the church, whatever this is, is supposed to up front confront the dominating Jezebel, male or female, and that's all I'm doing. It's a dominating Jezebel spirit that they it makes them see Jezebels, but it won't. It, it has a lot of pride and it hides. It withstands. So we're going to go, hopefully today, we're going to go to trace it starting from its roots, you know, in the mega prophetic movements that have been around for decades. There's a lot of I've noticed the vocabulary, and a lot of it was let's it's a Jezebel root, it's a Python, it's all these things and Jezebel roots, and I you know I, I would you know sort of interesting but, so I I'm using the term they use that they like I'm gonna say I'm going back to the Levi roots. I'm going to go back to the Levi roots. Today, the Lord led me to Laban, even prior to the Levi roots. We're going to get into it if it takes forever. This ties in with legalism, accusation, sin spying, not able to trust your local fellow, pastor, prophet, or the group that follows them like a cult, the devout cult or team, because of this doctrine being so entrenched in the wells. Right now, the Holy Spirit, too many. So favoritism is a good thing but not if you have pet favorites that goes in there a respecter of person's spirit is so wide in the witch watcher crowd what does it say Paul Peter said mingle not faith with the respecter of persons this the wisdom of God James three seventeen three seventeen that we're all supposed to hopefully re- resemble white and black it says that any wisdom that represents God a prophetic house A Baptist house, an African-American missionary Baptist, anybody house, a real person who says I represent Jesus is not going to be under the law. It has freedom. It will represent in its relationship fruit, time after time, year after year, group after group, fellowship and ministry. You know, it will resemble the wisdom of God if it's trustworthy, if you want to go. All right, if they fall off the hearts and get cranky one day, accuse somebody. They need to forgive, They get back on the horse. That's all we can do is do our best. All right. If you assess somebody, not accuse them, when they show up or they come to your house, or you want, you know, is this a good ministry? And all the people are they acting like this? This is a good criteria for assessment. The wisdom that comes from above, James 317. Are they pure? Pure motives, pure hearts, peaceable, fractious, suspend, you know, are they Troublesome, <laughs> pure, peaceful, easily treated, not stubborn, S- pure hearted. So that means they'll say, yeah, maybe I did have a problem. You yeah, know, maybe I did make a mistake. All right. No, I'm, you know, perfect withstanding. I have to win. That's not easily treated. It's stubborn. Stubborn is the word for anti easily treated. They're not, they're stubborn. I, you know, my way the highway. My way, our doctrine, nobody else's. So, make a long story short the wisdom that comes from above in real life, real human relationships, pure, peaceable, easily entreated, full of mercy and good fruit, the fruit of the Spirit by Paul, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, meekness, self control. Self control, that's where self government comes from. That's our ministry. Everyone, work on yourself, let God help you nudge you to have personal self-government, then you don't have to be controlled. You don't want to be controlled because you don't need to be controlled. You don't need all this false authority teaching and governmental stuff and hierarchy to keep you in place. Wisdom that comes from above, pure, peaceable, easily treated, full of mercy and good fruit without partiality, no racism, gender bias. No ministry bias, no anti-anybody bias. You're respectful, even if you don't agree. You don't have to agree with their theology. You don't have to agree with me as a female who teaches. You don't have to agree with anybody, but you got to be open to being easily treated and respectful without partiality. You might miss it. God is using strange people to show up with the message he uses intentionally the foolish things of the world to confound the worldly wise in you and in me. Alright? So how do you tell? Well you know your Bible. You gotta say, when I hear a word from anybody, encouraging or not, I'm gonna listen to the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna say, is it he's he said watch out, watch out, a buzzword, you know, red flag or not, but know the Bible and then you can ha- have both as your protector. That's how you do it. So anyway, but if you don't know the Bible, how can you do this? Easily traded, full of mercy and good fruit without partiality. Oh, they have a big ministry. I don't like mega ministries. I only like, you know, it's better if we just worship two or three. It could go both ways. Oh, they live in a mansion. They're spending all the money. Oh. They're too poor they're not like us because we got mega mansions they are living on the street this is there right now and it's in whelp and whelm plenty believe me respect it is so sad what i when i've studied these things I've, i always look at what's in the doctrine of bath waters what kind what denomination what are they tongue talking or not male or female what they're race and everything. I think what's in their doctrinal bathwater? Is this this elite and gotten so haughty or whatever. What in the world? In the name of Jesus Christ following and you know, are they all in age bias, oh my stars, gender bias. So it made me think of black people a lot. Every time I think of anything with me, I think of you black people. Because I think they got it worse. <laughs> They've had it worse. They can't leave without that, maybe. So we want to be sensitive and genuine and respect all kinds of people, all kinds of folk. When a person comes up in front of you at your church on the street, do not think stereotype. Now you think, oh, look, God has sent me a relationship. He's watching my heart to see how I react. Will I respect them or accuse them? Will I stow a them from Be snobby and or will I be pure-hearted?" So this goes with all of us. It's a great teaching. This is great teaching for respect out in the rain. Everybody, all right? So the wisdom that comes from above and discerning, assessing a person, a minister, a group, a fellowship. Over time, do they all basically act, you know, there could be one or two that don't, but basically are they acting pure, peaceable, Easily entreated, fuller mercy without good, with good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. They're not playing, putting on a front, trying to be important, pompous. You know, superstar. Are they? Because that's all getting into the false, false religion, false side. When I've had this big word of warning for Mega Ministries. And it has been anybody really, any any size, because there are tons of people affected by television in the last 30 years, where a lot of Holy Spirit is going out and the word everywhere on land, big and small, all colors. Because it's so important, this last day move of God, Jesus' name, Christ's name, his good name, not celebrity name, not packaging name, not brand name, but Jesus' real name, not a religious name, but Jesus' real name is so important that we don't want to, he's going to not settle. He is not settling for he used to in the last move, last couple of moves. In the last few years, he is not settling for the second hand, third, second, third, or fourth servanthood from his people in ministry. He's not. He's told me, I mean, really, he's not. So we want to make sure we're getting it right, because this could be the last move could be the very last move. And we don't want it to be, oh, all these people don't make it to heaven, eternal heaven, they're not saved because the Christians were the biased, superior. Had to be, they were snaky and wouldn't confront people, but yet would gossip all about them and tell everybody what they assumed with their spectral power, false religion, false energy. Psychic and occult included a lot in this they would be held accountable. So it goes back to Matthew 7, 22. You know, Jesus didn't, months, he wasn't always sweet baby Jesus. He grew up, manned up, and he confronted the Pharisees, the false teachers. He said it in three times alone, which I remember today, in the Bible in Matthew. Matthew 21, tossing over those mammon-centric ministry tables. Oh, they were so perfect, but they really had the love of money. That was the real thing. Matthew 23, the hillside publicly, not PC, not quiet. Oh, you know, t- you know, quietly. He loudly whole red chapters confronted out loud the Pharisees to the multitudes and the people, his disciples. So Matthew seven twenty two is a warning. It says many. This is the word of Christ in red letters. Many will say, Lord, Lord. On the last day, haven't I prophesied? Haven't I laid hands, you know, moved in the Holy Spirit, done signs and wonders in your name? The Holy the Holy Spirit crowd. This is who he's mentioning. He's talking to people that had the book of Acts experience that moved in the gifts. So it must be very, very easy to get off in that. He says, many will say, Now, I was out in the deep southwest for 15 years, and I saw many a people. That was the Metroplex. And I saw many Christians moving in the gifts, and I saw many kinds and styles, not all healthy. And I can tell you what many might be, because there are many, 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 many preachers from the last move. I have met, you know, all grassroots people are everywhere, and the wannabes. Megas are big, a lot of them. This has not been a small move of God. It's been a huge move since the first celebrities got on in late 80s when I started this ministry. But I was there before it got this big and during and now, which is good. We want good stuff. But in it, there is corruption. In it, there's a lot of mixture. In it, there is a lot of false teaching in it is psychic and occult and control too much. Hence, before I got up here, I got the word of warning about the Eli, it was solemn. The Eli Temple High Priesthoods, their fruit. free. Read that, 1 Samuel, prior to Ichabod in our nation. Could be high, visibility could be low, could be a lot of them, could be a few. I got about the warning about the lost first love lampstands, which are similar to the LP in the Old Testament, Eli Temple Priesthood, and they're similar to the accuser Pharisees who went after Jesus, the new move of God, who were misogynist patriarchs guarding the wells of God's money, guarding the wells of God's this and that, and the systems of Jesus' time historically. So there are fruit that are similar. Obadiah. God gave me Obadiah. The Esau Edomite group priesthood infiltrating the Aaronic priesthood Zerubbabel in the chapter of Obadiah. I believe it was that in it for the money Edomite carnal group that infiltrated up to Malachi and the Old Testament God's Hebrews. There were 400 silent years when nobody had a word Maybe God was letting them fester and figure out who they wanted to serve, really. But whatever happened on the other side of the New Testament, when the New Testament came, Jesus was born, and the paradigm had shifted big, Jesus' new day, they were still remnants. Most of the priests, high priests in the Pharisee systems, were were Edomites. Even Herod Herod, the king that murdered the babies, he was an Edomite. In it for the money, the hireling priesthood. So we got a lot to think about, a lot of undoing to do and false teaching to correct and heart motives to get pure. And I'm working on mine. I'm working on mine. Nobody can survive in this world without taking some hardcore, you know, hard introspection every day. I believe pride is a huge thing, humility. And I work on, I mean, that is a big one. So we're working on it, but we're going to keep on talking so that many people will understand how to assimilate good Holy Spirit, how to assimilate good doctrine, how to avoid some of the temptations of the past mood. And we're at a fork in the road. We are really at a fork and we don't want it to be a pitchfork. We want it to be the Lord's fork in the road for who we're going to serve humbly, gentlemanly, with no respecter of persons, but with respect for all. Not going to be the empathy, the, uh, empathy compassion, fatigued, and also soiled mercenary user, Eli Temple priesthood anymore. We're going to get repented and move on to do the right thing with God. This is a new day. That was the Old Testament. want the new day. So within the new day we have to have some correction, Bible reproof, reform of ministry doctrine. And that seems to be on my case. I didn't realize I would need to do that or even have to do it or want to do it. But I would rather have all the people, all those many people that call everybody Jezebels, probably have my name on the list, but they never have spoken to me. They're not honorable. Call all those people witches, call out charismatic witches, character assassinate around America, mega and micro that move in the gifts. That's your choice. Pharisees, repent. I'd rather have all of them hate me than not please God or, or make my part, the part of my company or whatever, I do the company I keep, where they are pure in heart and trustworthy so they can really be pure in heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. So if they have draught all against women, bias, racism, unforgiveness, temple high priesthood of Eli fruit in their character, they're not seeing God. <laughs> Blessed are the pure, says Jesus, who see God, the remnant. Blessed are the pure who see God. That means you'll interperceive him, be able to get the word of the Lord, receive what are his direction, know who he is and enjoy it, see blessings on your behalf. You'll be able to understand a perceiver knowing of God, the will God, the father. However, if your heart is not pure, what the world are you doing in ministry? What are you doing in pioneering ministry? What are you doing? How can I trust? Let's say it. If I get false doctrine called, when I show up with no one speaking, more than once in more than one state, because God wanted to red flag this. That's why he uses me like this. It's a prophet, not a personal thing. It's a prophet to help people who are less, who are more quiet. You couldn't take it. A prophet thing. If I sit there and I just know I'm tired, I may just want to be with God, I have no motive to look for anything, If that fault-finding, whelp, Pharisee, demonic spirit evil eye spirit jezebel watching spirit attacks me send somebody over a witch watcher or something like that will not speak to me no matter how long i go i know it. i watch it's not fun but i think that spirit is here that false teaching the scale of false doctrine and it's well i'm a well trigger that's i'm not proud you know so i think if they're calling me, who sits there with a pure life, pure heart, pastor's daughter experience, but they've never, they can't discern me correctly, then that shows they are Isaiah 1-3 through 3 of the caliber of the need to repent. Because I'm speaking on behalf of many people, lots of people to the LP and LP groups. Now they've gotten so bad, so off, that they are in Isaiah five twenty calling somebody evil who is good and good evil. God is not selling for this. This is needing to be back and repent. This is repent. Tell everybody that you know that does this because there are how many hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands in these movements. That's why it's so important to mention it. There are people around the world. I know somebody I've mentioned this lately. uh, People in South Africa that are doing this because I know people when the Holy Spirit moves, no matter how wonderful, how, you know, claim it, name it, or whatever kind of group that has it, it is there. But usually Holy Spirit groups that move in the Spirit that could be Pentecostal, prophetic, charismatic. So let's think on that. And because it's used of the Pharisees, anybody, including a denominational, could get it. Because it's just like all the boys sitting around and they're yeah, you know, and that false doctrine, because people, some people are easily led. I can say I wasn't raised by it. That's what's such an anathema to the Word of God and to Jesus Christ. It is an anathema, the opposite. It is, it's like a devil. So I want to go, I think I have to make a second one just on Laban and start that again. But I want to give this as the Lord gives me the word today. So we don't want our offices to be our idol. We don't want our offices to be their idol. We don't want to be our rejection by the offices to be our idol. I'm not. I could take that easily as my, you know, quit. I've been, like, this is where I get the vocabulary for other people. I have compassion, and uh, when I get winned and sifted by this whelp spirit, the master spirit of control, I just have studied it, the art of whelp. You know, you study your opponent. That's all you do. It's, it's been by Alexander the coppersmith more than once. And and also the Ode to Wealth at the top of onlinefellowship.us. The Ode to Wealth is a sign of the fruit of relationship issues that I found starting in Virginia and Florida and different states around that many people, not just me. I don't do this. I'm not in this for money. And I haven't been. And I am in this for the body. I'm not in it for me or to prove anything. I don't have anything. All I know is that I live before the Lord, I think of my dad, my great dad up with the Lord, my natural dad. He was not like this. He was like the most humble gentleman. And thank God I had that raised by a man of God that was an humble gentleman, no guile leader, who was pure in heart with women and it was the only one man woman. And it makes me spoiled. Why would I want to go be under? Any group that is not. Nobody has to be perfect. You just have to get up and, and repent and go on again. But I will say this, blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. And a lot of people I know, including where I go now, I do not go now where well, because I am not going to have people psychic travel, spiritually scan me like a occult devil, white groups full of themselves, I am not going to go because I am a prophet seer for many years, and I know it. And I don't do that. I don't travel. I don't scan. I relate. Here I it was so evil on behalf of Jesus in Hebrews 10:25, trying to repopulate, make people want to go to church again, but they can't. They're withstood. They're labeled. It's so. It's weird. It's just evil. When what if they don't make it to hell, heaven because of this? I'm, that's why I'm throwing this prophetic fit respectfully. So you go there wanting to know Jesus and be by the Holy Spirit. Instead, you get a sale. <laughs> and so I just study my opponent. I study that spirit is big. It is a mess. And I'm no slouch. You know, I am not a slouch. I, I, but I cannot recommend anybody that I know that they will be scanned with the dark scowl of superior arty and never spoken to. Listen, I go there like a Baptist. I can move in this I will we're gonna start. You know, I really felt the Lord was saying I was so tired and moving and combated with this weird spirit. I'm gonna I really do know the Holy Spirit. We're gonna get in with the Lord on our online fellowship and move you know just what the Lord wants, get the anointing out, let people get healed. I love it. It's the Lord is so wonderful. But who wants to, You can't get past his Pharisee people, the critics, the abusers of his amazing Holy Spirit, the accusers who are using it to peer and sear in ungodly ways. I mean it. You are. So do I name people from my pulpit like I've been around? No. I'll tell you who these, do, what kind of groups do it if you want to know. I'll do it privately. Because you need to know who's true and who's not. Alright, I'm not against these people. Some of them are really, I really like them. But I know their doctrine, their hearts may be good. Really good hearts, really bad doctrine. When I go to wealth, I wonder, wealth authority, what kind of father did they really have? Did they have a father? Was he an abusive father? Was he a jaded father? Was he an accusing father? Was he a misogynist father? And if they didn't have a father, what kind of spiritual mentor had? And a lot of it, to me, looks like it came back from the country, the great country, south of Queen Jezebel mania. And I don't come from that. A lot of people are much more healthy and mature. They don't come from it. I would say that the majority of people in most of the church are not misogynists. I had to be assigned to study the Holy Spirit wells in America for 30 years since 91, and that's how I found it. Or it finds me. Let me put it this way. Do you really want the people who've been word cursed, can't trust, deceived, talked about, unjustly character assassinated by the Current churches of the last moon, you know, some of the last 20 years, maybe not all of them, not all. Do you want those to come back again and trust? Then you better get right with the Lord. You better get your heart right and make it safe for them in the audience because it isn't just the top people. Sometimes the mega ones can be okay. They don't know what their second in command, third in command, all the devout followers they have under them for 30 years sitting there cloned. Are also doing the same thing. They really are. It's the down in the ranks that I found the fault finding and the insistent scanning. And I'm a prophet, so I know, oh no, I'm being scanned. I know I'm getting scanned again. Oh no, they got 15 scanners out today. <laughs> it's so horrible. I hate it. Oh, they're reading my email. Oh, not my email on Facebook. Oh, they're reading, oh my gosh. Here I was. Hey, you guys and gals, if you are doing it, why? I'm sitting here like a Baptist, merry, peaceful, tired, maybe depleted, getting over Dallas and I'm over it. Can't you keep one foot in normal and come over and find out about me and talk about me face to face with respect, show respect, basic, common, human, decent respect. I go to any church except the wealth church and they're like that. I think Ego and celebrity is big in this move. I think ego and celebrity is, we are now untouchable. Maybe we had so many people try to touch us that we can't trust the common person. Well, you got to work through that. A lot of people now in these mini moves are not famous. They don't have to be famous, but they're not autocratic like you. And you are touching God's anointed, many I've been touched by. Well, countless times I felt just for showing up like a Baptist in my daddy's church, any other churches, black churches, Christian churches, vineyard churches, anywhere, other than when this one kind of doctrine demon, unclean spirit is there, no issue. So, on behalf of the many others who've been had misogyny against them. Repeatedly accused and never spoken to at all. Judged from afar and credit you know, all the rumors spread. That is huge. This is false teaching. And God is not, I'm reproving to warn you. So I'm going where the wells are clean. And where I go, there is fullness of joy. Let's put it this way. My scripture, Noble Borean, kicks in with the whelp constantly. Because got a great mom and hero noble Borean and Dad and you know, all my family, grandmother and everything, Noble Boreans, so we just think, you know, we don't critics, not critics, but just think, you know, that's interesting, or you know, wonder I don't be fooled. <laughs> so we research what we question, which you should do. So when I showed up and I found this recurrent Theology, it triggered a big red flag. So I thought, how do I don't want to hurt people? But I'm thinking it affects relationships. It affects relationships if they're compassion fatigue, they take it out like Eli, and they think, I'll just save time and you know keep them at bay and judge them from afar like Eli. First Samuel Eli and hand on the front porch steps. Or I'll just be an island to myself mega big and nobody will, you know. So there is a balance that we need, but we don't want to knock any group that moves in the Holy Spirit, but I am giving you, I feel like I want to tell you how to avoid being heartbreak, time out, because see, whelp is a spirit. People, Some of the group who are immature or unhealthy will pray against you, perhaps. This is in Florida, this is in any place they move the Holy Spirit big time. And some will, like I say, character assassinate, never confront. They do not, they don't respect relationships. Is they're not healthy because they do not respect relationships of everybody. They do not confront, they hide. They're superior. They do not associate with everybody. They're too big I, little you, which is a relationship, big issue, you know, out in the field. And so we want everyone to be respectful and to be holy and to be like Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in his relationships. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in his relationships, how he treated everybody, his mother, women, men over time, how he acted and reacted. He was healthy. That's all we want. That's all I want. Healthy. You know, I don't I've never I've never cared to be in a celebrity type move. I've never cared to do it. I was given up. You know, there are times where you don't even know they really they are celebrities. I thought I'd found one recently that were not celebrities. They were just big, and I like big ministries. Like, cause I because I'm a big ministry, a big whatever. I want to hide and not and take off and enjoy because I'm part of the community, fellowshipping. I like fellowshipping. But then if I'm there. On assign- I'm not on assignment, but I guess I must be because the whelp spirit is there, it's going to find me and how I know it finds me, I get accused and not spoken to. So on behalf of the many, I prophetically say that demeans people, diminishes people, belittles people, accuses people that are innocent. You're going to be judged. Do I feel demeaned? No, I feel tired. Why can't I have a normal time? <laughs> Why can't I be accepted? It's supposed to be a church. And I found it was a cult. Oh, no, not another one. Not one more. I thought it was a fellowship. I thought I could find a place. It was a family feel, a community. I wanted a community. But it's a cult. Oh, no, I'm scanned, micro-scanned. It's spooky. It's accusing. It's eukie. It's perverse. It's doctrinally scowling, even though they, you know, it's just weird but it was a celebrity cult. <laughs> so now I can teach cults. I can help everybody, but I want people to be able to have a big church, not all our cults, not at all, not all our worship cults, TV, but I'm sent, you know, when I went through my time of being humbled, which is fine. I was on assignment and The Lord kept saying when I was in the car camping mode, he said, this is a sign to that you're an off scouring apostle to the TV famous celebrity. Because those are the only ones that are this bad. (laughs) Not that I knew that before I would try to just fellowship and be normal. And see, I'd go in there, keep, you know, I have my own, I was thinking, you know, I'm being humble, but I also know because, you know, Paul had things that shipwrecked him. I had some shipwrecks that because of the abundance of his revelations, which I have. I know I have a lot of revelation by God's gift. So he has to do things, but also it made me tougher. I wasn't this tough. I didn't know how to be this mentally tough. I was not raised around wealth. I was not raised to think that when you go to Christian ministry, they're going to be that me and that forceful and dominating. Who would have thought? So after a while, you just think, hey, roll with it. I felt like a prophet Elijah. That's all I've done. I feel like a prophet. I don't have to be... Understood. The only thing I learned from it how how proud we become. A proud. A lot of this has become how elite, how cold, how. And this was many people during the course. It wasn't always that one period of car camping as a sign, like Ezekiel lying on his side. So thank God I wasn't lying on my side. They couldn't handle that either. They think, oh my, kick them off the property <laughs> because. We've arrived. We're all knowing. We've arrived. Pretty well off now, too, gentrified, nouveau riche. We've arrived. Nobody really can tell me anything. I've seen it all. We've arrived, and i need of nothing. That was my worst nightmare in North Dallas. When I was in North Dallas, I was trying to in you know, it. I was well off. I was doing. I mean, I've had many good things in my life. When I went through the car camping, Ezekiel signed to this, these kind of people. I've never been poor. I've never been poor. I've never been, you know, came from education. Some of the ones that were so rude, my relatives in the body, Christian body, born again body, they're going to be doing it. Come to me for advice. I'll help you. And this is ministers. Mega ministers, micro-person. It was always never a black person, never a brown-skinned person. Now that they have gotten full of their cult spirit and doctrine, quality of life, maybe they, I think they used to be poor, I was not, now they're nouveau rich. We don't want anybody to take from us. We're watching out to protect our stuff. And that was compassion fatigue central. So on behalf of that, they also, these people couldn't tell Apostle Paul in a shipwreck. They're so mean. They couldn't tell. take their money. So I learned and now I'm teaching like because I think, you know, they're for the grace of God. Go all of us. And you don't want to be so mean. To the stranger, the angel, unaware, the newbie, the expat, the brown-skinned person, the widow, the comfort. I was grieving many losses. But do I feel sad about myself? No. Do I feel self-pity? No, that's what they want. That same group, the whelp. Now that they've made it big, everybody, everybody who has any grief, everybody really did go through a hellish time that really did. Uh, You need to be fixed. You've got self-pity. Oh, just self-pity. Self-pity in the white community alone is the worst nightmare. Nobody has empathy now. They're all drained. They're all (laughs) For the grace of God go I, but instead I've thrived. I've enjoyed my life. I really do. I've never felt richer, more content, more prosperous than living on the wild side as a prophetic person camping not being homeless that's it they want to diminish you this is the same group I'm teaching you because you're doing this to many people you're going to do it and one day you're going to be do it you better be careful now honest so I'm thinking you know you don't diminish people and make them <laughs> accused when they've been through hell black or white and see I came from first line Grandmother helped. The poor were first-line responders. I'm a battlefield nurse, so to speak. Nothing horrifies me, shocks me, like these people. That is who shocks me. People who are so sweet baby Jesus, full of knowledge, full of gifts, full of this, that, and the other, and they've arrived. And you think they're your friend because they're a Christian and they advertise they're a Christian. In these kind of same churches, tongue talking, you find out that they are the rich young rulers of this new age. They are the rich young rulers of ministry, and they're usually in their 20s, but really 50s and up. Do we want this for them? No. Does God want them to be that way? No. But does he want to protect them by having them work on themselves? Yes. It is a relationship issue. It is a compassion fatigued issue. It is a sin issue. It is a false doctrine. Black and white. So let's get on with it because there is a new move of God. Children are not going to church because their parents don't like going. They don't feel it's healthy. And I don't feel it's healthy in a lot of places now. Like I would never think until I found these false doctrines are huge, too huge in America. So I'm reproving. I'm trying to stir people up, get them all upset, worked up, so they check their own theology. You check yours. I'll check mine. This is Tavo DRC. Dr. T, signing off for now. God bless you. If I can turn it off. see if i'm still on i thought it was supposed to be in (gasps) plug in my let's see if we got power